and welcome to EVPL Check It Out Footnotes Edition. My name is Audra and I work at the Central Location and I'm joined today by Caitlin, who is our new children's librarian here in the Central Read Center. And she would like to tell you a little bit about herself and a little bit about what she'll be doing in her new role. Hi, my name is Caitlin. I have worked for EVPL for six and a half years. I got my Master's of Library Science December of 2019, and I am very passionate about cooking, steam, story times, early literacy, and middle grade fiction, so that's fiction for grades three through five. In my personal life, I really like to play video games. I'm a big fan of The Witcher 3, Stardew Mm. Valley, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Animal Crossing, all of those fun things. I really like true crime and paranormal podcasts, so... Any adults, if you come in with your kids and you want to talk about that, I'm all ears. I love that. I'm obsessed with cryptids, especially Mothman and Bigfoot. So if your kid has an obsession with those, I know I went through a big cryptid phase when I was a kid. Hmm. I had to learn everything I could about cryptids and also the Titanic and also Egypt. I think every single child goes through their Egyptology phase in their yeah. Titanic phase. <laughs> I had a Titanic phase about a year ago. It's not just the children. I watched the James Cameron, like the live stream updated thing. And oh it's like gosh. three hours of them just seeing how it is now and how much it's deteriorated. So yeah, you're never too old for a Titanic phase. You know, it is fascinating. So I can definitely help with those interests, any of those obscure things if your child says to you one day, hey, I really want to learn about hieroglyphics and Egyptology. And you're like, "Um, okay, (laughs) I can definitely help with that. Yeah. One thing about having a children's librarian is they're very good at recommending books um, that could be on specific subjects or especially for those reluctant readers as well. Mm -hmm, Yes. I also recently have gotten scuba diving certified with my husband. So we've been, yeah, we did our first ocean dive in Florida in September for his birthday, went about 70 feet underwater. So it was a lot of fun and I really enjoy it. Where do you go about doing that? Did you do it out of town? I'm guessing they don't, they have scuba diving in Evansville. They sure do. Uh, At the Aquatech Scuba Center. I believe it's on Weinbach. So you practice in the pool at the Y. And then when the weather's warm enough, you go to the quarry. There's a quarry in, I believe, Penny Ryle, Kentucky, mm-hmm. near Hopkinsville. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But, yeah, you go in the quarry and do your checkout dives there. And Wow. Yeah, it's there very fun. <laughs> Maybe we'll get in a pool at some point. We can try that out. <laughs> and do a kid's scuba diving yeah. class. <laughs> do you have any um, – plans coming up to go anywhere yeah to die? yeah um depending on how everything goes with the world of course we are hoping to go for our anniversary in march we're going to go to cozumel wow yeah that'll so be really exciting it'll be fun so caitlin what drew you to pick children's librarianship and working with kids over everything else oh gosh <laughs> that's a big question i guess for me i just like to see the wonder on a kid's face when you bring them the perfect book or Mm -hmm. in a program when they learn a new skill or they create something that they did all by themselves. They just get so excited and they're just so happy with it. So I love that part of it. 
Um, I've always been passionate about working with children. I have two nephews who I adore so much, uh, Declan and Sullivan. Hello. (laughs) And I'm just really passionate about literacy, about making learning equitable for all, Mm -hmm. and getting those books into the hands of kids. So that is why I picked that over everything else. Because, of course, librarianship is a huge, huge field. I mean, you could be an archivist. You can work with seniors. You can work with adults. You can work with technology. There's just so many things that you can do. But working with children is just, I feel, the best part of being a librarian. Yeah, there are definitely a lot more options than I ever imagined um, before starting to work here when it comes to the library. But you're right, there's nothing like watching kids have fun and start to enjoy learning while they're here with us and those programs and with all the materials that we have to offer. So do you have a favorite program when it comes to children's programming or a favorite experience that you've had at a program that you want to share? Yeah, so I love to do cooking programs. I'm very passionate about cooking and teaching food skills to children. Um, So I am planning on doing that upcoming in April. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to start doing that again. And that'll be for children ages 8 to 11, so in grades 3 through Mm 5. And that is probably my favorite program to do. It's a lot of work, and it's a lot of managing little minds and little people to do yeah. the recipe and follow the directions, but it's a lot of fun and very rewarding. Yeah, it gets a little messy, I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure that the end product tastes good. Yeah, I'm never doing sugar cookies again because <laughs> there was flour literally everywhere Ooh. and it was a disaster, but they had fun, so. Yeah, what's your favorite recipe that you've made with the kids? Oh, gosh, I got to think back. We did chicken noodle soup. I had gotten enough induction cooktops that I could do that recipe, and the kids really enjoyed that. And it felt more like actually cooking because Mm -hmm. most of the recipes we had done in the past, you just stick in the oven, set it, and forget it. Yeah. So this, they were actually involved with chopping and stirring everything and measuring it. And, yeah, they just were more active with the recipe. Yeah. Those are some great skills to have. That sounds delicious. Perfect for a cold January (laughs) day like today. Yes, definitely. So here at the Reed Center at the central location, we're really trying to build back some regular programming. So I know we've got some very exciting things coming up and some standard programming as well that we'll have starting in February and on then. Um, And some of our standard things are story times, but we've got so many of them and they're all named different things. So do you want to tell me a little bit about how I would pick the right story time for my family? Yeah, of course. So for our regular story times, those are starting February 10th. So that's Thursday morning at 10 a.m. So that's more geared towards toddlers and preschool. So it'll be ages two to two and a half to five around there, Mm -hmm. um, depending on how mobile your child is. We do have the baby and me story times on Friday mornings at 10, and that's for zero to 24 months. But of course, when the child gets to about 18 months of age, sometimes they don't want to sit for the baby and me story time anymore. So you could try the dance party. So that is on Wednesday mornings at 10, and that's really for a more broad age range. So 18 months to five years old, it's all good. Bring them Mm. all down. 
they can all have fun with that. I'm also starting a yoga story time, and that will be every other Tuesday starting February 1st at 10.30 a.m., and that is geared more to children ages 3 to 5. But I'll be able to learn some yoga moves as well, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll it'll have traditional story time elements. We'll still read a book. You know, we'll do some songs and rhymes just like we would in a traditional story time. But then we will also focus on some breathing techniques. So this can help definitely with the child's emotional regulation mm -hmm. and slowing down and thinking, you know, decision making, that kind of thing. And we'll also learn some fun yoga routines. So the parents are definitely encouraged to do it with the child. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Those sound like great skills too and some stuff that you can take home and keep practicing yes, on until definitely. the next one. And I th believe that Central will be the only location to have that. So we're very yes, excited yes. about that. I, I'm yep. a certified 200-hour yoga instructor. So I am yoga certified. All right. So there are some other um, kind of typical things that we do outside of story time. Um, our other librarian within the Reed Center, Miss Stacy, is running a Pokemon club for um, middle grades and tweens to younger teens. If you have anyone interested in Pokemon, we're doing that once a month. You can keep a lookout for that. And we also do some pretty regular STEAM programming as well. Um, on Monday afternoons, we do after school at 4 o'clock each week, and that can involve any aspect of science, technology, engineering, art, and math. And there's a different experiment and something fun to do every week. And then we do a Saturday design time to have something for your whole family to do on the weekends. That can be STEAM-based or it can be art-based as well. So outside of those standard things, I think we've got some special stuff coming up for February. Caitlin, you were going to hold an event? Yes, I am holding an African-American read-in on February 24th at 3 p.m. And the purpose of this program is to make literacy a part of celebrating Black History Month. It was started in 1990 by the Black Caucus of the National Council of Teachers of English. And the purpose is to just highlight creators of literature that are African-American. And for the program, we will be doing a quick story time. So we'll have a story time, we'll have refreshments and crafts, and also we'll have an opportunity for your family to read aloud from the books. You can read together, you can read out loud to the whole room, and it's just a way to celebrate the achievements of African-American creators. So we will be doing that. That's February 24th from 3 to 5. It'll be in the Reed Center, and it's for families in all ages. That one definitely sounds fun. I would check it out. It's a chance to get involved with story time yourself. Exactly. I, you can have your own story time. <laughs> yeah, you can be the reader for once. We've also got some Saturday events coming up this month very soon to keep you and your family busy. Mr. Alex will be holding a puppet show. I may not be the biggest fan of puppets myself, <laughs> but I do believe that the kids will have fun. So do you know anything more about that? Yeah, and the puppet show, it's actually upcoming in January, on January 29th, from 2 to 3. All right, well, thank you for listening today. Thank you, Caitlin, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And we hope that you will check out some of our upcoming program in the Reed Center. We'll have new things happening every week.